This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I've had a good week. That's good. Why? Just because? Um, no, I feel like I'm just a bit manic this week. Get on oh. your bed. Watson's being so cheeky. It's been a good week because I have baked a lot, which I'm finding very therapeutic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my foster dog is like the goodest boy. And it's so rewarding, like training him. He's so cute. And he just gives so much back to you. And I just feel very fulfilled. How much longer do you think you'll have him for? Mm, he humps slash growls at every other dog. So we'll see how we go on that regard. But like, mm. otherwise he's a perfect boy. He would be great though on a farm or something because he's, like, maybe not a farm, but, like, on mm. a big acreage where he doesn't have to see other dogs. Yeah. And he can be a good boy. Exactly. He'd be perfect for that perfect boy. How's your week? Um, It's been busy and not very fun. Mm. I have, feel like I haven't had a very rewarding week, which sucks mm. a bit. But that's all right. There's always next week. Is that a new jumper? Yeah, Panic bought it. Country it's Road? No, Henny, the Nadia Bartels oh, brand. Oh, interesting. Mm. You're going to get it orange so fast. I know, and Dexter already jumped off of me. Oh, and there was like, sorry. Yes, the paw print. The paw I didn't print. realize you were wearing a nice jumper because I, I didn't really care. No, I that's assumed okay. you were in bad clothes. Um, <laughs> shall we move on to news because we've just got so much? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's the tea on that. The beauty guru community have absolutely lost the plot. Mm-hmm. I know we're all going a bit crazy in isolation, but goodness gracious. Yep. Let's uh, cover all the non let's tea stuff first. Yep. Lydia, Lydia Elise Millen. Mm-hmm. Do you follow her? Do you know of her? I have no idea who she is. Oh, she's like a posh English beauty and lifestyle YouTuber. You love the posh English ones. I do. I just love English YouTubers. I follow so many. All of them. Mm. Uh, she launched a beauty brand this week. It's like a um, self-tan back getterer and scrubberer for your back. Excuse so me. So it's like self-tanning accessories. Oh yeah. Like that, that thing that um, Loving Tan tries to give away with every purchase online that's yeah. like a back mitt. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a, a back mitt and then an exfoliating mitt and then a, a regular mitt for the rest of your body and an exfoliating mitt for the rest of your body. The thing that I've always a travel case. felt about those things is that you just don't get the leverage when it's on a stick. To, like, circle. Yeah, or to be able to, like, scrub. Unless it's, like, mm. a brush head, like a dry brush. Yeah. Anyway, I know we've got a lot of tea to get through, so I really can't, like, mull on these things. Yeah, I pity those mere mortals that can't dislocate their shoulder blades like I can. Cause I, I can, can do it myself. <laughs> it's the best. Good party trick, too. Touch my whole back. Um, n- Caroline Hirons. Yay! Her book has launched, which is so exciting. I'm getting all of the ads targeted really? everywhere. I think because you were browsing it on the internet mm-hmm. and you're you're probably logged into our Gmail and then therefore I'm logged into our uh, Gmail and so maybe. now I get your targeted shopping ads. Maybe. Or I did screenshot it and send it to you as well and I feel like they can like Tell. view images and turn it into <laughs> web pages. But we bought one for you guys, so we're going to do a giveaway. Yeah, our very first giveaway because we're about to hit 1,000 followers on Instagram and we thought, could you please help us get there because we've been... Stuck at 900 forever. For a while. Tell them the terms. 
So the terms are, as decided by Lisa... One second to go. All that you need to do is, until we get to 1,000, so you have literally until we get to 1,000 followers to enter, which could be it could be a fucking month at this point. <laughs> could but be could be a week. Years. Yeah. Um, so you have to share us on your story mm-hmm. between now and when we hit 1,000 followers and also comment on any one of our posts telling us either what your favourite episode has been or your favourite part of an episode that we've recorded. And we will send you Caroline Hiron's book, How Excite. Not everyone, just one person. Just one person. person. Just one person. We'll have to do, like, random number generator or, like, close our eyes and wildly whirl. I'll start keeping an Excel spreadsheet of everyone. how dry. Uh, Samantha Ravendahl. She hit a million subs. I can't believe she didn't have a million subs. What the hell? I'm shocked. She She was... She said recently in a video that she plateaued a long time ago. Oh, feels sad. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We're on the same level. Yeah, 900, 900,000. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Yeah. Um, and she just hasn't been able to get through the, her plateau. Yeah. And I reckon her oh, Sam, the, Dawson, yes. Sam Dawson. Sam Dawson. Oh, dear. Yeah. Shane Dawson um, oh, got yeah. in there. She just needed to buy into the controversy, bless her. Yeah, seriously, the one thing that she never does. Mm. And it got her all the way to a mill. Oh, that's so great. I'm so proud of her. I'm so happy for her. Um, is the Ingrid Nilsson thing related to all of the rest of it? No, it doesn't seem to be. She just said that she's outgrowing the channel. And so Ingrid Nilsson has uh, announced this week that she's leaving YouTube. Which is interesting because no one has thought of Ingrid Nilsson for the last hundred years, except for when we discussed her with... Elizabeth makeup artist, and we remembered that she existed. So true, but I feel like I mean I'm not I'm not sad for her because I kind of feel like it's one of those things that would just weigh you down if you were like mm. oh, I've got a platform that I've been dormant on for so six months long. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I guess she just decided she wasn't getting joy out of it anymore, and fair enough to her. Wow. Yep. Now. <laughs> now the juicy bit. Yep. Let's get to the tea. Okay. Um, we have to caveat this by saying that we are 100% going to miss out on tea. I'm sure mm. of it. Absolutely. Between Thursday when we're recording and mm-hmm. Monday when this goes live. Yep. And between <laughs> even now and when we edit. And then when we edit to upload to then all of it. <laughs> it's so true. There's going to be... It's going to be moving, I think. Yeah. But what we want to talk about is the Tati Westbrook, Shane Dawson... Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star, James Charles, Gabriel Zamora. Can we keep going on? I don't even know who the last one is. <laughs> <laughs> Web of situation that is the Bi Sister video. Yep. So obviously last year, I think it was like around October 2019, it was the end of last year, mm-hmm. Tati Westbrook uploaded her Bi Sister YouTube Dramageddon. Yep. We and covered it here. We covered it here. My goodness, we've been around for so long. Yeah. So she released the Bi Sister video, which was basically trying to de-platform or cancel James Charles mm-hmm. on a couple of different counts. One that she was saying that she just didn't really vibe with him anymore. He was a little bit self-absorbed mm-hmm. and she felt like he was taking people for granted and just not treating his friends and his peers very well yep. in the industry. He signed a deal with Sugar Bear Hair and Tati owns Halo Beauty, which is another vitamin mm-hmm. company. And so that was another part of it. And also due to the fact that she said that he'd been involved in some untoward predatory style activity yeah. with other young males in the industry yeah. and and was taking advantage of them. Yes, yeah. kind and of like using said. his status. Yes. So that was the original by sister video. James Charles came out with his trying to like snap back at Tati. Oh my goodness, Watson's here again. Hello. Why don't you just lie down here? Come yeah. on, let's just cuddle. Good job. Um and then Tati did another one, and then mm. it was all like my apology, and then it stopped and it went mm-hmm. away. 
And Tati went away. They all went away. James James Charles lost 3 million followers in like 24 hours. Like it was yeah. like the biggest undoing in YouTube history. But he it, sort of came back. Completely came back. Crazy. So fast forward to now. Mm. In the meantime, we've had the beautiful life of Jeffree Star or whatever it was called. Yep. Um, Shane Dawson docuseries on YouTube. Correct. With the conspiracy palette launch and the whole conspiracy Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star Cosmetics collab. Collab. Thank you. I really need you to help fill in my I'll sentences and words. I'll be here. that annoying person. No, it's, it's actually great though because I'm not drawing conclusions very quickly. So during that time, you will recall when they were releasing that the trailer for that series, mm-hmm. Shane Dawson had said that he was going to touch on the James Charles Tati yes. drama. Mm-hmm. And then all of the, the people who were watching that series, at the end of it, were like, you said that you were going to do a whole section on this and you've we've not seen anything yeah. about it. And it kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. I think he said that there was going to be a whole episode on it and he decided to keep it out because he didn't want to. They seemed like they took the moral high ground almost. It did seem yeah. like that at the time. Yeah. So anyway, fast forward to this week mm-hmm. when Tati uploads a video called... What's it called? Breaking My Silence. Mm. This came out of the blue to me, but apparently for the week leading up to this, she's been posting really cryptic things on her Twitter, like mm. alluding to the fact that something was coming, but no one knew what. Okay. Let's refresh on the fact that a week ago, Shane Dawson said that he was leaving the beauty community yeah. and tried to kind of like kick up some dust as he yep. left, being like, fuck you all, you're all drama, mm-hmm. and I don't want any part of this like toxic environment. Yeah. Then Tati releases her Breaking My Silence video, conveniently only what, five days later, and she talks in this video to a statement that Mm -hmm. she said has been prepared by herself and a team of lawyers about basically Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star and about how they made up the whole James Charles controversy and reading between the lines because what she's saying here is that she thinks that they were felt threatened by him because mm-hmm. James Charles said at the time that he was going to release a docu-series about the beauty community and also he was the what the fastest growing person on the platform yeah and also was utilizing Jeffrey's warehouse and merch company to create his sister's apparel merch line mm-hmm. as well so where are we at at this point there's there's also an added sick plot twist that Jeffrey and Shane seem to know very secret information from Tati that she was sexually abused and then used or made up lies that James Charles was sexually abusing other men, yep. which of course struck a chord with her, which would have pushed her to to go and make that video. Yep. And then there was things said that Shane Dawson was going to help her upload and edit the video and title it and all of that stuff. Yeah, and he that, really like pushed her to do yes. it. And on the night that she said that she was meant to be uploading, she sent Shane a message saying, I don't have a good feeling about this. I know that James is out of town. He's staying in a really yes. high hotel room and I'm worried that he might do something. And Shane said, he's too narcissistic. Mm-hmm. He would never hurt himself, basically. Go on and do it anyway. Yeah. Which is very... Meta, because mm, I know he's very, very narcissistic himself. Yes. He also claimed to be an empath during mm. all of this um, to Tati, which has been an interesting... It was an interesting statement of him, and I don't know whether he is just completely and utterly mentally ill, or whether... Oh my goodness, he genuinely thinks that? I have no idea. I don't know what his motivations were, but I think it was manipulation, ultimately. Mm. 
And the only thing that we've heard since Tati has released this video... Oh, my goodness. Actually, we've missed a few things here. Okay. She said that uh, Jeffree Star was a co-owner in Morphe. Yes. Which there was an Insider article released since that says that Jeffree Star actually doesn't own any part of Morphe Cosmetics. Okay. Um, they've pulled the conspiracy theory or the Jeffree Star Shane Dawson line from mm-hmm. the Morphe stores. It's no longer available to purchase online. Uh, Sony Music have blocked all of the Beautiful Life of Jeffree Star videos for copyright infringement, um, mm. which they're saying that maybe um, Jeffree might have done. Apparently he's been known to flag videos for copyright in the past when he's tried to hide things. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, Morphe is apparently also releasing a supplement line called Wonder Bears. What a stupid name. Anyway, so this whole situation is really coming together in this web of intricacies Mm. that really seems to be pointing to the fact that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star created all of this drama for themselves to get Mm -hmm. their own, I guess, their own fame and their own rise out of this. And Tati was mostly a victim. She said that she has met with James Charles since the apology videos and he knew that she was going to be uploading this and he actually offered to record it with her and she said no, she really wanted to do it Mm -hmm. herself, which does make sense because she did issue an off-script apology Apology. to him during the video as well, which was um, good on her part. One thing that I haven't mentioned yet is the fact that whilst Tati's video had gone live, Shane Dawson live-streamed himself to his Instagram account, Mm. him watching Tati's video... Have you oh, missed this? I didn't know that. It's like a minute and 50 seconds of him screaming and like going off his tits about this Tati thing, being like, you're fake crying, you're fake crying, you're a liar, this never happened. And then when she says that she was abused, he rolls his eyes and says, Ugh. and like everyone has just been like, that is your undoing right there. Because if you genuinely were an empath, first of all, yeah. And also um, apparently has his own history of sexual abuse, mm-hmm. I believe, then that like that's just not a genuine reaction that you would ever make. So people are kind of speculating that he's guilty just due to his reaction. And also he should have known because she should have told him so that like he should have either acted shocked if all of that was a lie and he didn't know all of that information about her. So true. Or he should be empathetic, empathetic because he said he's an empath, like none of that match what he's saying yeah so wow really his reaction was kind of the thing that everyone has said has tipped him over and you can hear ryland in the background being like stop now stop like turn off your camera kind of thing um and he doesn't sound mentally well i don't think he is and then everyone also is saying that he doesn't look like he's showered since that's always what he looks like yeah but everyone was sort of like he hasn't changed his shirt since his apology to the beauty community video and that was like what a week ago now but then everyone says that he wears the same clothes over and over again but anyway that's That's kind of where we're at with the tea situation um if you want to delve into it the beauty guru chatter on reddit has like literally all of the resources there's like 16 mega threads at this point of like speculation and people sharing information. It does seem to me to predict where this might be going before it happens. Jeffree Star is obviously silent at this point, Mm -hmm. hasn't said a thing. And I would suspect he knows that he's probably assembling a team of lawyers at this point, I would think. Yeah. Possibly having not known that it was coming, but he's usually one to go off pretty quickly. Yeah. And everyone is saying that, oh, this is another part of it. Sorry, this could go on forever. Mm. Tati said that she was afraid for her life. Yes. And had moved house to like get away for her safety pretty much 
And also mentioned that he could undo everyone in the beauty community and that we all needed to just brace ourselves and be ready to forgive and all of this stuff because he has deliberately held things over people and forced them to do things that they might not have ordinarily done to get that material on them to then release it at a later date. Yes, which is a whole other thing. And there have been multiple people in the past that have had like mental breakdowns due to things that Jeffree Star have said or that mm. kind of stuff. So, I mean, he's obviously a pretty powerful manipulator. And Amazing. Why would someone... I mean, the trademark of someone who's a manipulator is keeping blackmail on other people. Yeah. Like when you watch the... Um, documentary that I was watching about Jeffrey that Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. th- th- that was his calling card that's mm. how they think that he got away with as much as he did because he had blackmail on everyone dirt on everyone and how, it's also how obviously not everyone successful gets there by I'm that way people. but it's also a, a great way to get to an intense amount of fame by not really doing anything mm. is that way Manipulation. yeah so anyway a really interesting series of events that have unfolded I do think that we're probably going to see a lot of a lot of tea spilled. Yeah. I don't know. There, there must be a point at some point that we can't cover it in news anymore. <laughs> if it's going to keep going on, I just don't know. So, yeah. Let's move on to our product trial. <laughs> Let's move on to our product trial. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. (laughs) This week we tried the Kosas Tinted Face Oil. Foundation, what did you think of it? I have heard quite mixed reviews about this product in that on some people it's really dewy and glowy and kind of oily and on other people it's really dry and matte. So I was concerned. When I tried it, um, Alex forced me to wear hers this week and it was 700 shades too dark for me. So I was like, oh. (laughs) Other than that, um, I was kind of shocked because when I first put it on, it felt very slippy. Mm, Very slippy. Like oily, slippy at the same time. And it was very smoothing and velvety on my skin. The only thing I can say is that it has a velvet finish. Yeah. Where it was matte on my skin, but not matte in the way that any other matte foundation looks in that it looks dry. It didn't look dry. It just wasn't my normal skin finish that I go for. So it was mm-hmm. more matte than I would appreciate, but that's fine. And I could layer cream products over it to give it a bit more luminosity. It wore decently throughout the day. I feel like it wore off a little bit quicker than some other products for me. Mm. But that could also be because it was darker, so I was noticing, you know, what wasn't my natural skin tone wearing through. Mm -hmm. Overall, I was shocked that I 
didn't hate it because I thought I was going to because it's not as glowy as everyone thinks. It didn't make any of my skin look dry. It was quite forgiving on texture and quite smoothing. And although I probably wouldn't wear it again only because I had to work to get it to the place that I liked it, mm. um, it definitely did glow up after sort of half an hour to two hours and I mm. liked it more by the end of the day. Yep. And in saying that, I at the start of the day, I was like, oh, this would be great for kind of combo-leaning oily that doesn't mind a little bit of a soft radiant finish but then you might get greasy by the end of the day so I think probably good for normal to combo Mm -hmm. that likes that in-betweeny skin finish where it's not super glowy and not super matte and it does feel really lightweight and I didn't feel like I was wearing anything Mm -hmm. so lots of pluses not my ideal skin finish but Mm -hmm. I was shocked that I enjoyed it as much as I did interesting what do you think so I tried it for a couple weeks before I gave it to you And I'm pretty sure every time I wore it, I wore it with the Kevin Aquan Skin Balm, Mm -hmm. the product that was my favourite a few weeks ago with Elizabeth Makeup Artist. Mm -hmm. That's what I prepped my skin with. So I found that when I was wearing this foundation that it was extremely dewy. Mm. So I didn't find it to be like matte or weirdly textured in that way at all. But I think upon reflection that the oiliness and that big balm that the Kevin Aquan product has was probably helping to soften and give the foundation a bit more of a glow yeah. than it would have otherwise. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I put it on my mum for her 60th birthday celebration. Wow. I Yes, I didn't mention that. I said mm. Combat Oily. Great for mums. Great for mums. Because it's smoothing. Mm-hmm. And also, it didn't exacerbate or highlight pores mm-hmm. or texture. Mm-hmm. I found it also, I think it would be really nice on mature skins. And... So I wore it myself, I put it on my mum, mm-hmm. and after that day, three people I know purchased it. <laughs> wow. Everyone was like, to either me or my mum, what are you wearing on your face today? And all of mum's friends were like, your makeup looks phenomenal, who did your makeup? And mum was like, it was just Alex. So That's great. Props to me as a makeup artist, obviously. Yeah. No, I'm kidding, it's the foundation. How were you applying it? Because I was using hands, because it's just so thin. I feel like it could last you a long time, because every time I did it, I was like, whoops, that's too much. Yeah, uh, I was applying it with a blending brush or fingers. Don't use a sponge. Don't use a sponge, it just soaked right yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, yeah, overall, I would say I really liked it. The one downside that I would have is that it doesn't wear particularly well. So if you're a big face toucher, I probably wouldn't ever wear it to, like, the office at work because mm. I, I lean on my hands all the time yeah. and I would not have foundation on by the end of the day. And it does transfer pretty significantly. I don't set my foundation yeah. all over, but I did find that it would, like, if I sort of pressed the back of my hand up against my face, I would yeah. have got transfer for sure. Yeah. It's just, it seems like that texture. Yeah. But then if you're wearing it and you're conscious that you're wearing makeup, it's probably okay for that. Yeah, I would think so. I Overall, I would give it like a... Uh, I would give it like a 8 out of 10. I wouldn't give it 10 because I would just say it's just a bit difficult. Like, you just got to try with it. Yeah. It's not something you can slap on really easily, but I think it's worth the effort. Mm. I would give it probably a 6 or a 7. Mm-hmm. Something that if I hadn't found something else I'd probably be happy mm. with, but I have other things that I prefer. Yeah. But would recommend to others, would use again, might not buy again quickly. Yeah, totally. I think it does depend. It's one of those ones that like some people it'll be great on, other people it won't be, but it's definitely worth a try. Yeah, for sure. Actually, it's not a helmet, it's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. Do you have a non-beauty favorite? No. Hmm. I've got a non-beauty favourite. It is Jackie Road, which is Jack Post, the producer of The Hamish and Andy Show. He's produced a little podcast in ISO, and 
the spin is on Abbey Road Studios, where he interviews a guest and then writes a song about something that they've talked about. And then the next episode is him breaking down how he made the song. So like literally going through the program and being like, here I add in bass, here I do this, here I put reverb on. And I thought that I'd probably just listen to every second episode and skip the breakdown of the song. But it's really interesting. I'm not... um, Just hearing how like a song is produced. yeah, Yeah, I'm not musically inclined in that I didn't study music mm. or whatever, but I am musically inclined in that I'm not you like music. tone deaf and yeah. I like music and I always played instruments and I get, so it's like, I don't think that you have to be anywhere musically inclined, but mm. it's really interesting for those that sort of semi like music to hear. And it would be great for people that really like music because it would be fun. And he's kind of learning it's um, nice along the way. The, the technical names for things like reverb, for yeah. example, so that you can just say it if you ever need to like I don't know it's yes. one of those things like it just helps in, increase your vocabulary and yeah yeah just learn stuff yeah about stuff yeah learn stuff learn about stuff, stuff. stuff about stuff speaking of increasing vocabularies <laughs> <laughs> wow um yeah and I think it'll be interesting because he uploads all of his songs to Spotify and stuff to see how they get better as he goes along also, he said that they're all royalty-free, so um, we might just start using <laughs> all of the songs on the podcast. <laughs> what a great idea. So yeah, good uh, good listen. Mm-hmm. Dang, these products are so good. What's your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave is... I'm really sad that you're talking about this because I wanted to talk about my similar product, but I didn't know that we were allowed to. But you're just going, you're going I'm off going. script. Sorry. Uh, my beauty fave is the Grown Alchemist Body Treatment Oil. It has Ylang Ylang, Tamanu, Omega 7. I saw this on Miss Hannah E. Yeah. Classic. She totally influenced you. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, what a beautiful luxury body oil. And Grown Alchemist kindly sent it to us, and it's the best. The smell is incredible. It smells like a spa. I would like to wear that as a fragrance. I just love so much because... When... Oh, I'm not the biggest fan of Grown Alchemist skincare. Is the only not. thing. Grown Alchemist PR reached out, which was so lovely, and I was like, "Oh, I really love the enzyme face mask. Like, yeah. we should try some stuff." And Lisa was just like, "I don't really want to try anything." Well, and I was like, is... "Well, why don't we try some body stuff or yeah. some hair stuff that you might like?" Then the thing is, I have used Grown Alchemist skincare before, and I have recommended it to friends and stuff. It's just not, like, I like super active stuff and it's more natural. And the same goes for any natural Mm -hmm. skincare line. However, when it comes to body care, I don't mind lots of essential oils and things like that. I already have lots of Grown Alchemist. I have the soaps and the hand creams and all of that through my house and I've used the body washes and stuff before. So no hate or beef against them, just (laughs) not the skincare that I opt for. Yeah. The smell is absolutely incredible and that's why I go for most of the Grown Alchemist body stuff because you want good smelling stuff. The only thing is it's quite small and I really like it. I feel like I would plow Mm. through it. I would definitely recommend applying this to damp skin because it spreads easier. Mm -hmm. But I just like the smell. I cannot tell you how much I love it. It makes my skin feel really soft. Mm. It's an oil, so it feels really hydrating, but I do find that oils absorb quicker than cream. So I don't go to bed feeling greasy at all. And it's perfection. And I will actually note that my scabby hips improved with this so oh. between this and the qv ceramide and my uh steroid cream yeah scabby hips are doing really well that's great it does say on the back of it that it's exceptionally absorbent so it is god the ingredients in it are absolutely lovely you can see why this costs what it does in comparison to i don't know a palmer's body oil or yeah something. literally yeah 
where I want to give Grown Alchemist credit is their skincare has decent ingredients, but I find it too natural for yeah. me. Their body care has the ingredients like their skincare does, mm. but it's for your body, and that's harder to find. Like, normally, so, yeah. you know, brands will have decent skincare, and then their body care is just, like, mineral oil and nothing else, whereas yeah. this is, like, the integrity is still there. It's, like, skincare for your body, and I very, very much enjoy it. Yeah, I totally also get around this. I was going to talk about the body scrub this week. Oh, I, I really want to try that. I want one. I want a golden goose. Should I talk about it anyway? You can. We can do a swap because I really want to try the body scrub. All right. We'll do a swap. Yeah. And then I can yeah. talk about this next week and yes. you can talk about the body scrub. Yeah. May as well. So I didn't bring the body scrub because I didn't think that I would be allowed to, but now I am. Mm-hmm. So I was going to make that my favorite this week purely because of the fact that it's a beautiful, luxurious spa experience that I was able to give myself at home without going to a spa. Yeah. I had three baths this week so that I could use it. <sighs> which was a delight in itself. And it's a body scrub, which typically I would never purchase because the only time I scrub my body is to remove every cell of skin Mm -hmm. so that I can put tan back on. Yeah. Whereas this was like, this was like the type of... Moderate. Yeah, it was a moderate (laughs) scrub. Yeah. The first time I used it, I tried it like directly on dry skin, which definitely obviously gives you a rougher scrub if Mm -hmm. that's what you'd like. Second time I tried it was just in the bath with like already damp skin and I was like, I'll just give myself a light buff. Mm -hmm. And it was beautiful. And Mm. we never give our bodies, well, I don't, a light buff just for going Going full (laughs) circle back to beauty news, Lydia Elise Millen always says, people always, you know, tan on Thursday and then scrub the next week and re-tan. And people always confuse how I'm always tanned. And she says that she does a gentle buff with an exfoliating Mm -hmm. mitt every day and then tans every two to three days and never gets that huge buildup. And I was like, that's genius. I should try that because my skin is so dry and eczema prone that it's really hard for me to get product off it because it really sinks in deep. You know, you're a lizard as well. Mm -hmm. And And also with the poor circulation, it all just pulls at my ankles and it's disgusting. So I was like... I'm going to be Lydia Elise Millen mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a gentle buff all the time and be constantly hydrated and glowing and tanned. And when we got the scrub, I was like, I'm going to do it with that, but then I haven't got the scrub because you've got it. So Sorry. I'm going to try that method. I'm excited. Do it. The one thing I would say also about the scrub is that I do feel that it's quite small. Like I just think yeah. that using as much as you need to use it for your whole body, you would go through it in five to ten full body scrubs. Okay. And that's not a lot. It's a treat. Both products are a treat yourself moment or put in the guest uh, bathroom. Ooh, so they can treat themselves. Yes. Lovely. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. The other product that I bought is my favourite of the week, which may as, I may as well talk about anyway, is Good Jeans. Mm-hmm. Because you forget how good Good Jeans is until you use it again. And yep. then you're like, Quote oh, Lisa Mortimer two weeks ago. <laughs> Literally. I'm so plump. My skin mm-hmm. looks so alive. What's wrong with me? Oh, yeah, I used Good Jeans last night. Yeah. Just such the un- the unsung hero of my skincare shelf. And it's almost an empty, mm. but it's not quite. Uh, there's one other thing I wanted to say, which is just my skin is so sad this week. Your lips are dry, aren't they? You look like you've had a powdered donut. My lips are Sugar donut. flaking the whole way around my meridian border. Yep. I have a scaly patch, which I thought weeks ago was perioral dermatitis. I thought that the panthen cleared it up. It didn't. It just tamed the flake until it came back again, unfortunately. Oh. And... 
You, your lips right now look like what mine look like when I have that a gluten allergic reaction. A gluten reaction and they turn red and then I get the crust line and then they yep. crust all around the lips. Yep, that's exactly what it feels like too and they're yeah. sore. And yep. my... They feel like windburn and like nothing could ever hydrate them. That's exactly how they feel. I wake up in the morning and my lips look like literal prunes. I'm not even exaggerating. Oh. And it's my whole top lip and my face in general is just falling the fuck off. <laughs> and I don't know what to do and I don't know how to fix it and I've started taking Omegas because like supplements because yeah. I'm just hoping that can be the only thing that might fix this uh, anyway I feel for you I'm a basket case absolutely <laughs> I feel for you thank you for pointing at my lip gloss halfway <laughs> my lip balm halfway through this being like bitch you need it <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about it just took it to my veins what's your snack of the week my snack this week was mini bags of snack size salt and vinegar chips. Oh, no wonder your lips are sore. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hope you've been staying away from the salt and vinegar. Whew. No, I haven't. Um, yeah, it's the only thing I snacked on this week because we have no other snacks in the pantry. Because remember last week I said my snacks were every snack that we've eaten for the past 10 weeks? Yeah, you ate them all. I ate them all in a week. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, so well indeed. What was your snack? Um, I got two. My snack is a lemon poppy seed drizzle cake that I made with candied lemons Yum. and then I made them into little cupcake muffin things today and they were equally as good. You went crazy. Yeah. With I ba- the I- lemon poppy seed situations this week. I baked a lot. Mum and Dad had a lot of lemons left on their uh, lemon tree and I had this flashback to my teenhood with my friend's dad who made an awesome orange and poppy seed cake and I mm. just was like, oh my God, I need the recipe. And she was like, you can't remember. And I was like, that's fine. I'll combine seven recipes together. Mm-hmm. I'll write it down in my recipe book and I can take a photo and share it with you if any of you want to know the You're recipe. You're going to share a recipe from the Lisa Mortimer secret recipe book that no yep. one gets to see. The handwritten secret recipe book. Wow. I'll share it. Guys, I want to just tweak it first. privilege. Lisa doesn't share her recipes to just I anyone. Do. No, only, yeah, they're like a direct message kind of thing. They're yeah, not a yeah, broadcast yeah. out. No, no, yeah. no. And then my other thing is I've been eating a shit ton of this combination. All of you, get on this. Strata Bakery gluten-free bread. Fry it up in pepesaya butter or Yum. any good butter of your choice. She's been watching Conceiving Food Babies. She's been talking about fried frying bread, bread a lot this I week. responded to her being like, thank you, you changed my life yep. with the frying bread thing. Yep. Uh, then I smash up half an avocado, one of the squares of Meredith's goat's feta, and then I grab some mint from the garden. Oh, yum. Boom, poach an egg for three minutes, spot on, on the top. Perfection. It's better than brunch out. It's so delightful. The mint in the avocado works so weirdly well, yeah. and it is just great. Mint's the only herb that Lisa's been able to grow in her garden because it grows itself. Pardon me. <laughs> it's a fucking... Weed. Weed. And I can also grow rosemary. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, thank you. <laughs> Two hardiest so herbs you are equipped yep. at growing. Oh, that was going to be my non-beauty favourite, is all my plants. But we can talk about that at a later date. I'm doing really well. I'm a plant mum. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Lastly, we have a laquo from Karina. Thanks, Karina, for reminding us that we do laquos and that we have been forgetting to do them. She says, may I please ask a laquo? Of course you can. Of course, Karina. May I offer you a tidbit? Yes, you may. (laughs) Thoughts on removing peach fuzz. Microblading, shaving. Should I look into removing said peach fuzz prior to wedding? Alex, my hairy-faced friend. (laughs) Tell me. But I am so fair and so peach fuzzy. Yeah. I remember speaking of peach fuzz, I might have told this story already on the podcast. When we were little, me and my cousin, who's also like fair. Yeah. 
fuzzy white, fair fuzzy white person. <laughs> <laughs> she used to have so much peach fuzz on her ears. Oh yeah, I know the I know the person. Like I know <laughs> yeah, the type. And sometimes behind the ears yes. where the hair sort of meets your hair, actual hair meets your ears. Yeah, that, that my auntie used to call it like um like like baby goose down. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and like the ba- the hair that babies are born with and yes. the, that you get when you have anorexia. Yeah, because um, your body needs to stay Is it called warm. like Lanugo or something? I don't know. Anyway. I made that up. <laughs> anyway, my cousin used to have a lot of it and um, I realised that I'm probably also that person and mine does get quite long around my jawline. Anyway. Oh my God, it is called Lanugo. Why do I have such a stupid brain? <laughs> <laughs> such a stupid word too. <laughs> Lanugo. Anyway. One lesson I have learned as mm-hmm. a peach fuzzy person, and yep. I'm sure that facial hair is different for everyone, mm-hmm. but if you're fair and you have very fair peach fuzz, don't fucking wax it. It's the one word of advice that I can give you. Ah. And my best friend Ruby this week mm-hmm. decided to fucking wax no, her no. fucking peach fuzz, didn't yeah. she? And she waxed her forehead oh. right in front of her hairline. Yep. And now has a breakout all yeah. across her forehead. Yeah. And that's the exact experience that I've had when I've had my eyebrows waxed, when I've had I might have maybe waxed my own lip in the past. Mm. I can't recall. But I Too do... downy, doesn't come out well. It causes all of those ingrowny, pimply... Exactly yep. correct. Yep. It just, you, it Not a nice, grow... clean, proper no. hair. Can't grow back through your skin. Yep. Anyway, it's a disaster. So I use the Veet shaving... Uh, precision shaver, I believe it's oh. called, and it's just like a because it it's like a little buzz one. It goes. Zzz, and oh it goes like, wow! You like fully, fully man shave it like yeah, a, like a beard. It's not really like a man shaver. I th- probably because they've made it look like a lady yes. shaver. Because <laughs> <laughs> they made it pink. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is different, but. Uh, you can. I also really want to get those little um, shaving wands, like what Jacqueline uses. You can Hill get from uses. Daiso and stuff, right? Yeah, only a couple of dollars, and you can just like it's basically what they use for dermaplaning. Yeah. Um, where you like stretch your skin and like shave. Shave your beard. Yeah. Um, that would be my recommendation for your peach fuzz removal, Karina. On that, I'd say yes. Uh, do you want to look into removing your peach fuzz prior to the wedding? Oh my God. Look, do it. Try it if your wedding is six months away. Yeah. Like, try it, try it now. First, yeah. For fear of, of pimples, ingrowns, whatever. Correct. Also, you'll find, sorry, mm. you'll find that the day that you shave, your makeup doesn't stick very well. Too, too slidey. Mm, too so slidey. True. Same as when you get your eyebrows waxed and somehow you can't put concealer on under your eyebrows for, like, the next week because it rejects. <laughs> Literally. So, if you're going to shave your face for your wedding, do it with, a, like, a 48-hour window, yeah. I would say. Yeah, vibe out the window of still smooth but sticks yep. well. Um, I will say that I've done makeup on people who have had dermaplaning beforehand mm. and I've gone like, oh my God, why Nothing is your skin... No, no, no. The- oh. I've had the reverse. Like, why is your skin so soft and like everything sat on it so perfectly and Ooh. so glowy? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thinking of one particular client in particular and she got dermaplaning done. Yep. So suss it out, make sure you get it the right amount of time beforehand, but it definitely does make a difference on how your makeup sits. If you are one of those downy people and you find that it makes you look makeup-y because all of the powders and stuff sit on those hairs, mm-hmm. um, maybe it is something you want to look into. And obviously you've mentioned it, so it might be something that does bug you. And if you get those so- side profile shots in the sunlight and you just see those fuzzies in photos, mm-hmm. I reckon it'll piss you off. So if it pisses you off, do it. But yeah. suss it out from now until your wedding day, whenever that is. Yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't try it right before do your wedding. Do not do it. For the first time within the month of your wedding. Never. Uh, I also did just want to say also, what was I going to say? Fuck. It's gone. Okay, well, I'll just pop in with a quick tidbit and say that 
Um, I've been using Eye Envy, obviously. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that. And uh, my bottom lashes are very long and tangled with my top lashes. <laughs> and it does recommend that you don't use it on your bottom lashes. I haven't, but I think there's been some transfer. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I have grown long black hairs <laughs> on the top of my cheekbones <laughs> because my bottom lashes are touching my cheekbones. I've plucked them. Thank you. <laughs> don't get so close. So you're shaving faces. So speaking of shaving faces, I have to pluck the tops of my cheekbones now because there's random stray black hairs. Mm, so, That's yeah. a vibe. That's fun for me. I haven't had that experience, so, but you've been always known to have really long lower eyelashes as it is. So. They're a borderline hindrance. Yeah. All right. I kind of think we're done for today. We're absolutely done. Feels like a, oh no, feels like a moderate episode. <laughs> Don't forget to enter our competition to win a Caroline Hirons skincare book. How exciting. Uh, all you need to do is share us to your story. Yep. In any way, shape or form that you like. Yep. And comment below one of our posts on our feed telling us what your favourite episode has been or what your favourite part of any episode that we've had is. And the faster we get to 1K, the faster you get your book, you single person that wins. So yes. tell a friend, share it around, give us a review on iTunes because that gets us in the charts and then we get more people and then... Book faster. Am I right? Yes, you are right. All right, let's leave here now. Bye. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.